What's good, everybody? It's your boy, the Plan Beats. Already- and Darrell Banks. <laughs> <laughs> just, just play the intro. We just started recording this and I was already out of patience because of your stupid ass. I'm sorry. Yeah, episode three and we're already like tired of each other. Yeah, it's just going to keep getting worse. I've already, I've been tired of you for what, six years, seven years. Oh, it's been, it's been seven years since we've known each other. Has it really? Yeah, more or less. It might be seven towards the end of this year, but yeah, seven years, more or less. Yeah, that's some fucking time. Yeah. There, there is a theory that relationships or friendships that you've had for, I think it's seven years or longer, or as soon as you reach seven years of a friendship, like that friendship theoretically will last like a lifetime. And that really concerns me with you. <laughs> is that true though? I, I don't know. I've, I mean, the friendships that I've had for seven years are still going strong. And the ones that aren't going strong definitely didn't last seven years. So maybe there is some truth to it, hmm. which is terrible because if it is true, it means that we're stuck for life. And I, I don't know how I feel about that. Shit, that's a damn lie. People get divorced after 30 years. So <laughs> we can still end this shit anytime. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> well, but they always have something underlying like. Maybe children or something. We have our collapse, <laughs> so we always have to go back to each other. Like, Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Our topic today is overall well-being whilst being a musician. And I think this has been like a very important subject. I noticed that, that I've been paying way more attention to this for the past two years. I mean, the pandemic obviously played a huge part, having to readjust to, to how the world works now. To me personally, it was also... A challenge because I got my nine to five uh, and there was always that balance between being a normal employee uh, versus a musician where you had to time manage everything. And yeah, man, I mean, do you have something to say about this? Do you want to kick off the... Yeah, I actually had a question for you. Oh. I didn't want to really dive into it on my end just yet, but I did have a question because your life is different than mine. Since you have a nine to five. Yeah. So I wanted to know how do you go about like making time for your well-being with the nine to five? Because I know that's got to be hard. Yeah, it definitely is a challenge. And here's the thing. So I, I work for BeatStars as a graphic designer. And obviously BeatStars is is mainly US based. And and so I had to restructure my, my life in a way that would balance out between my Portugal time zone which is at least five hours ahead of the U.S. time zone. And so to me, it was a challenge because before I got to, to beat stars, I was more free to like not have an organized day, you know? Mm-hmm. How long would you say it took you to get into the groove of finding some type of balance with that shit? In, in all honesty, it, it, I'm still, to this day, I'm still adjusting. Like there's always these types of things that come up and you try to, 
Like I got a dog a few months ago and that completely train wrecked my, my schedule because <laughs> now I got to go out with the dog every single day, like three or more times a day. But to get in a more super, superficial and general groove a bit, I think it took me about maybe two or three months because as a graphic designer and having to be creative, it's, it's a different, there's a difference between being creative and having to be creative. True that. All right. So I got this question. To, to go into like working out because I know you've been, you know, trying to do that on and off and, and all that. But when you do decide to work out, like how do you structure that into your day with everything else going on? So I am trying to get back into working out. I, I stopped for a few months. I actually think I stopped a bit after I got my dog again. <laughs> Cause yeah, fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. He has a pain in the ass sometimes, but but I love the, I, I love yeah, the dog. You got to love him, um, but... Man, <laughs> I don't have to love him. I simply do. But yeah, again, like that, that by its own was, was, a, was an adjustment. And to start working out, I needed to figure out a way of basically compress my work time as much as possible. So try to be as efficient as possible with my time management. And basically from there, it's just a matter of wrapping up work, get out of work, and then just work out during the end of the day, like before dinner. So you're doing it after you've done all your work? Yeah, I'm doing it after work. Gotcha. Because I, I'm a guy who likes to sleep. And so <laughs> if, if I set myself to, oh, I'll, I'll wake up earlier tomorrow and work out. If I try to get that mindset, and I wish I, I, I was disciplined enough to, to get that mindset of like waking up at 5 or 6 a.m., eating a banana and go work out, <laughs> take a shower and get to work at 8 a.m. But I'm not that guy. Hey, you got to do what works best for you. But I'm surprised. I'm just, I thought you uh, would do it earlier in the day, though, honestly. I wish. I wish. It would be a lot easier in terms of, like, time management. Yeah. Yeah, see, the good thing, the good thing on my end, which I can say that I'm grateful for, is the fact that I'm way more flexible in my time, like I don't have a crazy schedule for shit. But for me personally, I like to get my shit done early in the morning. Not first thing in the morning. I don't see how people just wake up and hit workouts and and be super productive. <laughs> they re those really seize the day. Like they're the definition of carpe diem, you know. So so going back to you, because you're you're actually currently starting your days earlier than you were. Yeah, we talked about this a, a few days ago, and. Obviously, that that means you had to reschedule your day in a in a sense. Sort of, sort of, kind of, but not really. I mean, it just gives me more time to. to I started waking up early for myself just because I like to have just a a time where I can just chill without having to worry about. Okay, I got to do my workout. I got to work on this beat for the day. I got to work on X, Y, and Z. I just want to have that extra time to just relax sit back, eat my oatmeal and just do nothing for like a couple <laughs> solid, you know, like two hours or something like that. Yeah. Without anyone bug bugging you. Yeah, exactly. Just that kind of personal alone time, just that chill moment. That's also true. There is a certain peace of mind when, when you wake up before everyone, whether, whether you're going right into work or you're just still focusing on yourself, there's like no distractions. That shit is so peaceful. Bro, there's no distractions. Yeah. It's so dope. And it helps that, that we do what we do at home. So it really is dope to have that morning 
bliss, chillful time. You mentioned that it didn't really affect your day schedule, but obviously by waking up earlier, you mentioned that you also are going to bed earlier. Yeah. Which makes total sense. But do you ideally, like how many hours of sleep do you think you need to like be able to power through the day? Honestly, probably about seven, seven to eight. Yeah. Does working out like drain you in that sense? Nah, not really. I mean, unless I go fucking banana ape shit, you know, working <laughs> out, then yeah. <laughs> fucking Donkey Kong on that bar and stuff. Yeah. When you go too crazy, that shit will drain you. Like you don't feel like doing anything else, but no, a good workout will like give me energy. Bro, the thing is to me, but I don't know how early are you working out in the day? I want to say on a good day when I'm on my shit and I'm not bullshitting or nothing like that, I'll probably be working out around like nine or 10 a.m. Yeah. Because see, that that's the thing, like working out at the end of the day, I'm cool. But when I was freelancing and so I didn't have like that schedule, if I were to wake up earlier and work out like early in the morning, I would then sit, drink my protein shake or whatever it was and try to make beats. But I, I after an hour or two, I would feel not exhausted, but I would feel very sleepy. Like I'd, I'd have to... <laughs> Nappy time. <laughs> Motherfucker pull out a blanket and shit. <laughs> it's, time for, it's time for my nap. But I, I got a question, like, so with that, you saying it makes you feel like taking a nap, what kind of working out were you doing though? Like, was it strenuous? It wasn't too crazy. Like, definitely not as crazy as what you do. But I always did more or less the same an hour every other day of like weights and shit, like nothing too insane. But it was still enough to get me super tired. But yeah, I just wanted to know if you have ever had that experience where working out at different times of the day like affected you differently. I guess probably to some degree, I'm not going to lie. If I uh, hold out till too late, then there's times where I, I'll just physically just feel sluggish. The workout won't affect me so much, but just later in the day, I just feel more tired, but not the workout itself, though. That does bring me a question, which is like, which is like making beats while feeling sleepy. Or feeling sleepy halfway into making beats. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird question. Or maybe I'm just phrasing it weirdly. But like I remember a while ago I I heard somewhere that Dre, Dr. Dre, sometimes would have sessions where he would start and he would go hours and hours and hours without stopping. So he would go like without sleeping like more than one or two days or something like that. He would go like full on weekend or more than that because he was so on the zone. And I think that's insane, but I'm sure that a lot more producers and creatives have, have gone through that because I know myself, I've had times where I was making beats and it, and I was already like tired as hell, but I was so pumped about like what I was making. It was giving me like the gas for me to, to keep on going, you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. I've had that experience where you're so in the zone, like you don't get affected by sleep and you just keep going and going. Now, Days or one day, even one day without sleeping, that's just fucking unhealthy. Please don't ever do no shit like that. I've done shit like that in the past. Don't do that. It is unhealthy. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I don't care about the grind and, oh, we got to make these hot fire beats. Fuck all that. Rest is important, dude. You need that. 
Bro, I remember I was so tired once that I just slept in for 18 hours. That's like my personal record. That's some vampire type. Bro, shit. I mean, if you're if you're <laughs> that tired, yeah, you'll 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 sleep for the rest of the week. Like I've had this weird experience. I don't know if you've had it before, but I've been pretty tired and I'll start my idea just fucking around on the keyboard, or whatever, trying to come up with something, and I'll get energy. Like it'll wake me up. Not like super like, oh, I'm just full of energy. <laughs> Some I Mary Poppins run down the street. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing like that. But I'm just saying it's I'll start something and it'll be dope and I get into that Yeah. You know, that groove. And then start making some shit. Yeah, it'll flip. And sometimes when I'm tired, when I'm super tired, I'll come up with some fire shit. It's almost weird. It's like that nighttime tiredness can make you, I don't know, tap into some creative part of your brain or something. If I'm just a bit tired, I might be able to like get into making beats and it'll it'll probably turn me turn me around like that. But if I'm exhausted, I just can't like my mind is way too bro, go get a pillow and, and pass out. Cause it ain't it ain't gonna happen. But but that's also a thing. It's I've always been a lot more productive from a creative standpoint during nighttime than during daytime. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like this. I don't know if this is like there's an explanation behind it. There might be. I know that for me in a lot of stages, because I would work until like four or five AM. I know from that standpoint, that point of view was because of that that piece that that we were talking about because everyone was asleep. But maybe you're just like that. Maybe I don't know. Do you feel like you're more inspired during nighttime versus daytime? Or yeah, I can say that for sure. It's weird. It's, I get hit with creative shit left and right. I'll start like three or four different ideas, and they'll all be you know pretty damn good. I don't know what's up. There has to be a reason behind why that shit happens. Not just for like the Zen peaceful part of it. There has to be like some type of chemical thing that happens in your head at nighttime or something. I don't know. I'm not going to Google it right now, but I feel like there is. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you know why this might be a thing, let us know. <laughs> down in the comments below. <laughs> yeah, down in the comments below. Send a letter to, to the rail at, at one, two, three, four, five, the rail banks. I don't know. Bro, I was making a beat today. I didn't even, I wasn't even that inspired. I was just thinking like, I got to make a beat to drop tomorrow. And I started working on this beat and I don't know, bro. It, it just, it just got me going. I was working with a friend's loop that he sent me and I was trying to figure out what to do with it. And as soon as I found like a couple of sounds that, that went well with it, I was just gone. Like I, I finished the whole track today and it, it got me really pumped. But the track came off fire. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. Beautiful track. Got me in my feelings. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't happen all the time, but when it does, it hits you. Yeah. The plan beats surprising everyone. You know what's not surprising though? That that segue. <laughs> <laughs> that segue. Beatstars.com. But yeah, we are sponsored by Beatstars. If you don't know what BeatStars is, BeatStars is a digital music marketplace where you can basically buy and sell beats. You can also sell albums. Uh, you can stream your albums on there. You can sell sound kits, hooks if you're a singer. BeatStars has been the home to a lot of mainstream placements, such as Lil Nas X's Old Town Road, CJ's Whoopty, and Soldier Boy's She Make It Clap. 
So definitely check out BeatStars.com. And since you're such a great supporter of, of this podcast, we are giving out 30 days free on the pro page plan for BeatStars. So go over to BeatStars.com slash sell dash beats and use the coupon code CHECKPOINT. So again, go to BeatStars.com slash sell dash beats and use coupon code CHECKPOINT for 30 days off your pro page plan on BeatStars. I've been on BeatStars for seven years, six, seven years, more or less. I think I got into it right after I started going online. How about you, bro? Probably about the same, honestly. It's been a long time. Yeah, it definitely has been a long time. And they've grown insanely. Yeah, for sure. We didn't discuss this before, but what exactly do you like the most in, in the platform? I just love the ease of use, man. That's my favorite thing about it. You don't have to, you know, knock your head against the wall to try to get a website and like it's all there for you. All the tools you need are right there for you. And it's so easy for the customers to use and it's no hard times for the most part. Yeah, because like you basically just need your files, your artwork. You don't even need to have Photoshop or anything. Like if you want to do your own artwork directly via BeatStars, they now have this tool which basically redirects you to Canva, which is a design tool which you can use for, for free. What the rail likes to use the most is uh, MS Paint. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact, because I'm lazy as hell. But yeah, I do agree with the, with the ease of use. But even if you don't know how to do anything, there's this huge plethora of tutorials dedicated to, to like all of the tools that you have. If you go to beatstars.world, there's a lot of stuff there. Not, not only tutorials, but you even have like a blog there's challenges for the users of the platform, um, opportunities uh, for placements sometimes. There's like a lot to grow from with what they offer. Is there something you still want to talk about regarding like well-being? Uh, sure. <laughs> yep. Drum roll, please. <laughs> what do you think about meditation in terms of well-being and mental health? Oh, that's, that's actually a great question. I never... It's not that I didn't believe in meditation. I just never really tried it. And I always thought that if I... <laughs> no, no, hear me out. Like, I always thought that if I tried meditation, I was just, just going to fall asleep. <laughs> I feel like that, that's what, what was going to happen. Like, but a year or so ago, someone put me on it. Someone got me to try meditation for the first time. And it actually really worked. Like for, for that moment, it really brought me some inner peace. And I felt some ease throughout the rest of the day. Like it wasn't like some type of crazy cure. And all of a sudden, like the world's a way better place. It's so amazing now. <laughs> yeah, like the sky is blue. No one ever told me that. Like, no, nah, I, I still think I want to incorporate that more into my routine because it really does help. Have you tried it? No, I haven't tried it yet. I've done like breathing exercises and shit. I don't consider that necessarily full on meditation, but I guess it's like somewhere in the same vein. Yeah, yeah. But as far as 10 to 15 minutes of just straight sitting, centering myself and, and clearing my head, no, nah, I haven't done it. I'm still kind of on the fence about it. I mean, I know you said that it worked for you, but although that shit just seems weird to me. I do want to try it, but it just... It's not going to be a cure. I know that. but it But it does calm you down. Whenever I meditated, it was using this this app called Headspace. It it really guides you into how to meditate, so you're not just mm. 
on your own sitting there and trying to figure it out on yourself <laughs> sitting in a fucking room by yourself yeah because because that's that was my my train of thought before it was like okay i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna cross my legs fucking arms on top of my knees and and go there mm, you know yeah that's what i that's how i kind of see the shit in my head sometimes yeah, i know yeah. i know that's not how it is obviously but no 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 but when you have someone guide you it actually does bring you some peace of mind because you for for that moment you're so focused on following those guides that you just sort of release your mind from every other st- stressing like problems and you could do it for even five minutes and it already helps you a lot so i'd say try it yeah i'm definitely gonna try this shit i actually figured you might have already tried it to be honest no i haven't surprisingly it feels like that type of thing that you test yeah i know the closest thing i do to meditation right now is reading and i will say that shit is kind of common i'm not gonna lie i was never someone who read a lot because i just can't focus but whenever I'm stressed or anything, a lot of people suggest like read a book to like whatever. If I already have issues focusing when I'm good, when I'm when I'm not good, bro, I can't focus. <laughs> no, you need a clear mind before you start reading, period. You need to have that, you know, time where it ain't shit on your mind and nobody bothers you. If I have something going on on my mind, I need I need noise. I need other problems to come in to forget about <laughs> the current ones that I have. You know? Yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. But yeah, like I feel like peace ends up being more chaotic when you have like mental stuff going on. At least to me. Because there's a lot of people who are like, like I'm having a lot of problems at work, at home or something. I just need to go somewhere peaceful and like not bug myself with anything. And and usually traveling helps me. Like if I go to a different place, do you have some type of escape route for those types of situations? Oh, you don't want to know my escape route. Oh, right. It's not a yeah, good one. I forgot. No. <laughs> <laughs> the alcohol. <laughs> the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a terrible escape plan. That just adds more problems into your fucking life. But you have shared your experience in that sense with on a live show before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember when I heard you on that live, I never really saw it as a problem. Oh, that shit was a fucking problem for me. Yeah, it, I mean, obviously, I, I took it differently because I was from the outside and you were never like... The interactions weren't, weren't really that weird. But hearing you talk in, in the way that you talked to, to Pain during that live, it made me realize like, damn... And we and again we're not we're not here saying that Darrell's a an alcoholic or he needed AA. I need help. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, obviously, you came to to a point where you had to understand yourself and and see that you needed to to switch things up. And I think that's great. You definitely came a long way. I'm so proud, Papa Bear. So proud. <laughs> me too, man. You knew me when I was drinking all the fucking time and was overweight like a motherfucker were you overweight i mean i remember you were more more on the chubby side maybe super chubs man you're you you're hella fit now though yeah i might i mean you guys at the podcast uh, hearing this but we're actually on a video call every time we get on a video call i, I look at you and i'm like god damn it i need i need to figure my shit out <laughs> <laughs> but i'll tell you what though i have an all right physique but if I was to start getting into lifting weights and pumping iron, yeah, I probably would blow the fuck up in a good way. That's my next step. And get a placement with Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because you always did mainly calisthenics, right? Yeah, that's always been my thing. Because it's, it's easy to do. You can just do this shit wherever. You don't have to have 
expensive equipment to get a bar and then get the barbells and then get the dumbbells. It's easier to do, but it's tough as hell to do. I've I've done both types of workouts. I've done calisthenics and I've done normal gym stuff with like the weights and all that. And I do prefer working out with weights. I think the exercises are more fun to me. Mm-hmm. But calisthenics definitely brought more of a punch. I also saw more results that also lasted longer. So I feel like calisthenics is definitely the way to go. Yeah. And the other part about calisthenics that I love is you know, the cardiovascular part of it too. It gets your endurance up, your wind up when you're doing a lot of calisthenics. Yeah, it is cardio essentially, especially when it's um, lower body stuff. A lot of it is is based for cardio oh, man. as well. Doing squats and lunges and man, you'd be working up a sweat. I tried getting back into working out now and I tried with calisthenics, but I was so out of pace already that I was just like, damn, I, I did this now, but it really isn't the way to go for now. Yeah, that shit kicked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really did. It really got me fucked up. Yeah, so so basically I just stopped doing the calisthenics. I did it twice or three times. I stopped doing that and now I'm just doing weights for now. And once I get back into the groove of working out and my body not feeling that initial fatigue of getting used to it, then I'm probably going to go back to calisthenics because that definitely gave better results. So, One more thing I'd like to tackle, diet. I'm already skinny as hell. If I diet, I'll disappear. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I was going into diet because I think it's important as producers to fucking watch what we put in our bodies, man. Especially since we sit around all fucking day making music. Coming from me, being where I was years ago, I didn't give a shit what I ate. Where where you were drinking alcohol more than, than now and all that. I was never really an alcohol type of guy. But my thing a few years ago was energy drinks. It wasn't crazy to a point of like 10 energy drinks every day, but it was like two or three a day, which like I feel like even one is already terrible. I kind of feel attacked. You're talking about energy drinks. I had one today. I mean, I'm not judging. Oh, you're judging. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but the, but I'm not talking about those those like electrolyte where they're energy drinks, but they're like not that unhealthy. They're they're unhealthy, but they're more based off of electrolytes. I think. Yeah, you can use it to a healthy benefit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can use it for like I I don't drink Powerade, but I drink this other thing, which is essentially the same thing. But I only drink it during the workout because of the electrolytes. Again, even even so, they're a lot different than they are like Red Bulls and Monster and all that, which are packed with caffeine. And those are what I was drinking a lot before. And even that, like I had to step back like with energy drinks and I haven't drank one in years. And even alcohol now, I barely drink any type of alcohol. Now it's probably once a month, maybe twice a month if, if I go out or something. Yeah, we do all have those even like you said, without the alcohol thing, everybody has their kind of vice thing that they go to that's that unhealthy bit that you do need to keep an eye out for. Energy drinks are, like you said, packed with caffeine. You know, at one point, not that long ago, I was drinking them shits a lot. And I did have one a day, but it's still something I have to keep an eye on. But but either way, I feel like we don't realize it to be this sort of subtle side addiction that we have until we start making excuses. And I was finding myself making excuses sometimes. I'm just going to drink this once today. Like, I'm just going to eat this pack of chips because I don't usually eat pack of chips or I'm going to eat it because tomorrow I'm going to work out. And like, I'm not fat or anything, so why shouldn't I? And nowadays I 
try my best not to eat all of that shit. I, I still eat it, maybe more than I should, but a lot less than I did. And yeah, I just had to come to a point where I would cut back. So I didn't, I didn't stop, but I definitely cut back. I feel like you just have to find that balance. Yeah, that's the important you know, thing that I think is one of the most difficult things to do. And I'm still trying to get that to me now is to have balance in life. To me, life is born if you just, oh, I'm just going to eat 100% healthy. Yeah. Or I'm going to just eat 100% like shit. Either option is not great. Like, what kind of life is that? There's people who do that and they're happy and kudos for you. I, I wish I could, but like... Oh, yeah. Part of it. I mean, I want to live a long and healthy life, but I want to do it with like the bad stuff as well because you want to you 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 want to enjoy a little bit of bad yeah, shit exactly. i mean and it's not necessarily all that bad you know like we put a bad stipulation on it because we say it's unhealthy but as long as you're not doing that shit every fucking day every now and then yeah it's balance and I mean, it, it's a good way of ending the podcast with with a good tone of find balance in your life you don't have to stop doing everything you love because it's perceived as unhealthy just find the right balance. Enjoy the little things in life, even if they're a little bit bad for you. Because what makes them good is that, or what, damn, I fucked no, up. No, I think you're on the right path. What makes it good is that it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, just find balance in life. We do appreciate you listening. We do have a Patreon linked somewhere wherever you're listening to. So if you want to go check what we offer and want to support us that's dope if you just want to listen and not support us on patreon that's all good too like we appreciate you just spending your time and listening to whatever you have to say and hopefully you find some useful insight and if so please share with us on social media i'm the plan beats on social media anywhere that you can find you can also find the rail uh yeah this is gonna be fun in my instagram Darrell banks music on Twitter, you can find me as Darrell Banks with two S's and Darrell Banks with two S's on Facebook. And if you want to go to YouTube and check out my beats, just type in Darrell Banks. Why aren't your handles all the same? Because reasons. It's it's like... I couldn't. I just couldn't get them all the same. Okay, just find Darrell Banks and block him on your social media, please. <laughs> You can report him and, and say that his handle is ridiculous. Either way, that's our personal ones. And obviously, Collab Jam is also on social media. So if you want to tag the podcast, follow the podcast, stay on top of any news that we might have, follow us at Collab Jam. Follow us and, and share your thoughts. If you have any ideas, if you have any topics you'd like us to discuss or questions you have for us, feel free to shoot us a DM. And yeah. Yeah, we're out. All right, bro. Play the outro. Doodle doo doo doo. doo. <laughs>